WICR Golden Valley. Your exclusive Twin Cities home for the Ramsey Show. Live weekday afternoons from 1 to 4. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Ukrainian authorities are endeavoring to restore electricity and water services after a recent pummeling by Russian military strikes. It vastly damaged the country's infrastructure. President Zelensky said millions have seen their power restored, though, since those blackouts swept across the war-battered country just days ago. President Biden has hit the pause button again on his student loan forgiveness plan. The president's debt cancellation plan, which would offer up to $20,000 in relief for millions of borrowers, remains stalled in the face of legal challenges. Conservative opponents say the White House bypassed Congress to make laws. As court battles drag on, Mr. Biden has decided to extend the pause on federal student loan payments. The moratorium was scheduled to expire on the 1st of January. Now it will extend until 60 days after the lawsuit is resolved. Greg Clugston, Washington. And this is SRN News. Some days I feel so down I can barely get out of bed. Is this depression? Mental Health Minnesota is here to help seven days a week with resources, peer support, online screenings, connections to treatment, and crisis services. It's anonymous, confidential, and free of charge. Whether you're living with a mental health condition, are concerned about someone you love, or could use some support, Mental Health Minnesota is here for you. MentalHealthMN.org. Sponsored by Mental Health Minnesota, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're looking outside of big corporate control. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something worth watching. The new Salem News Channel. Straightforward, unfiltered, in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. SNC is home to Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Watch anytime on any screen, free 24-7. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside Cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code SALEM for an extra $0.25 per gallon on your first fill-up. That's code S-A-L-E-M. Use code SALEM for an extra $0.25 per gallon back in your first fill-up. Cash back not available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Is it his time? Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. 
The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show, your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Oh, God, that's all I need. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Let's go while we're young. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Welcome back, King Daniel Show, The Biz, 1440. Second hour today on a holiday weekend. Happy Thanksgiving to you all. Um, great to be here. I I just posted this, uh, and, and the question is, how much should you how much should you care about this particular fact? That um, that in fact uh, we have seen um, we have seen up to now the first year that I believe that. Um, yeah, I think it. Yeah, it's since the 1960s, according to uh, this piece I just retweeted using hashtag pound KBRS. There's never been a single year since the 60s when the M2 money supply has dropped, but so far we're at a negative 0.3. And I say, yeah, but there's also never been a year where it went up 25 percent. So, how big a deal really is it? I don't know. But I do think massive swings in the in in the money supply are likely to cause significant changes in in economic conditions, and I think that's in fact that that in fact is happening now. We're just in the middle of a uh, of a uh, increase in, uh, or in, we're just in the middle of uh, writing our next quarterly business report. It will be published in uh, the St. Cloud Times. Uh, two weeks from tomorrow, um, and so uh, I've already started working on on the writing of it, um, and and we will see um, uh, uh, some special questions, some survey questions, discussing how interest rates are affecting business leaders. We know that it's affecting what's happening, and we know what it, it's also doing in terms of um, interest rates. But frankly, the thing that I that I'm surprised by is that. Financial conditions don't seem to be altogether that much tighter. That's what I'm looking for in this in this report. Is our our financial conditions really tightening up right now? Um, because that's what everybody would expect you to to happen when the money supply is actually not grown in a year. Um, that's what should happen, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that is happening uh, right now. Indeed, discussing, uh, let's get a few more pieces here. Uh, Tom Honig, if you haven't read The Lords of Easy Money by Christopher Leonard yet, that's a book that belongs on your shelf. That might, I I think it was written in 22. It might end up on my list of books you got to read from from 2022. Um, I'll have have a few of those uh, on our New Year's Eve program. Uh, But... um, Tom Honig, who is the past president of the Kansas City Fed, was one of the people that opposed fairly early on, not immediately, but fairly early on, opposed the quantitative easing in the uh, in the aftermath of the Great Financial Crisis of two thousand eight. He had uh, he had this to say on CNBC uh, earlier this week. Uh, cut number six. Well, I suspect, given the given the discussion that I read in the minutes, that the 
rate will be, uh, you're right, they're going to slow it. It'll be 50 basis point in December, subject to any surprises. Um, and I think given that they're looking at maybe the potential real G- GDP growth being around 2.5%, to get rates up to 5%, um, they'll, they'll want to, that'll be kind of the target. If inflation comes in higher, they'll move it higher than 5%. And that's where the, a lot of the discussion in December will focus on where it should be the end uh, rate. And I think they're, I think they're talking right now, uh, at least uh, in their public statements, that five, five and a quarter percent is the number. And I think that's probably the number they will be. And then once they get there, and I, I suspect it'll be before June, but once it gets there, then the discussion will turn to how long you leave it. And that's a big issue in terms of making sure you get the inflation numbers down towards the 2% or to stay there. And that will be a big discussion item in the FOMC. Now, Jay Powell basically said just what Honig said at at the uh, press conference after the last FOMC meeting back on the 2nd, uh, three and a half weeks ago. That's been the signal. They were very consistent. And, and, and my view is they've not changed anything. They've not changed anything that in their statements that would tell me that they're going to pivot. Now, this week on Wednesday, Jay Powell is speaking at the Brookings Institution um, after lunch. They're having a conference on Wednesday, and he'll be speaking uh, as the uh, after-lunch speaker. Um, and so everyone's going to be looking at that because I'm pretty sure that's his last speech before the next FOMC meeting. So if there's going to be any news to be broken on that this week, that'll be on Wednesday. Of course, the jobs report's going to be on Friday. Um, You get the personal income and personal consumption numbers on Thursday. That's the, those are the three biggest things on the economic calendar for this coming week. Powell Wednesday, personal income on Thursday for October, not for November, for, for October because we always get that with a full 30-day lag, a little bit longer due to the holiday. And and then we will get then we'll get uh the jobs report on on Friday. Um that's that would be that that will give us next week, I think, a very good idea of what they're going to do and I expect that that probability which is was currently running like 80% probability that the rate increase will be 50 and 20% increase that it'll be 75 basis points, which was about a 50-50 proposition before the FOMC meeting, will go to about 95.5. I, I, I don't see them going to 75 anymore. The minutes, the statements that are being made, these all are telling me that that's, that's what we should expect. And I think that means that they have the potential to be surprised on the high side. Here's the one catch, and I again, again, I always make sure I say this when I say what I'm about to say. I am not an investment advisor. I hold no licenses. I don't have the ability to to give you to to guide you on buying particular stocks or bonds or indexes or anything like that. Don't use my advice for that purpose. Okay? But if you want a sense of where, if you think about, I'm going to use a baseball analogy, if you're leading off first base and trying to think about which way you want to lean, whether you want to lean toward possibly stealing second 
or lean toward getting back to first base to stay safe, I would be leaning toward first because the early numbers coming in make me wonder what the inflation rate for November will be. Those data will get reported during the Fed's quiet period. Won't be this coming week. That's going to come at the end of the following week. I believe there, I believe CPI gets reported out on the 9th. Um, could, be, could be on the 12th. But before the Fed meeting, they'll have a CPI report, and they will not respond to it with any public statements because they will be out there. So you have a chance that if the CPI number comes in high, they might still go to 75 in reaction to that. I don't think they'll react to whatever the number is on the Friday report. I think they'll care about the personal income numbers for October. Uh, And that, so the Fed will, so Powell will speak, and then you get two numbers that I don't think are as important. The big, big numbers are going to be the CPI report and the PPI report, which they'll have both of before they get together on December 13th. And that, and and if, if I were you, given what's happened over the last three and a half weeks, I would say, okay, so it looks like it's going to be 50, but there is a chance it could be 75, and I don't want to be caught flat-footed by that. Whatever that means in your investment portfolio, talk to your advisor. But if you if you like the show, you listen to the show, and you say, what would King do? I'm like, I want to be a little careful. I wouldn't be pushing all my chips into the middle of the table in in the stock market right now. I, I would be leaning a little away from it just in case that number that comes in, not this coming Friday, but two Fridays from now, is worse than people expect. Um, let me get, I'm going to, I'm going to go a little bit long on this because I want to get these last two cuts in. Uh, also, I believe, I believe this is also from, uh, no, this was on Fox Business on, um, on uh, Tuesday, I believe, uh, they had on both Austin Goolsby, who had been head of the Council of Economic Advisors uh, for for President Obama, and then uh, uh, then uh, Kevin Hassett, who had been uh, head of the Council of Economic Advisors for President Trump. Um, they were both on uh, uh, Fox Business given their views about what they expect about inflation. I want you to listen to both of them. First, this is Austin Goolsby, Obama's advisor, uh, cut number seven. I think a lot of it has to do with how much of the inflation do you think came from demand or how much from supply. If you were a person over the last year who thought too much demand and too much stimulus was causing inflation, in a way you become the optimist because the demand is going away. This, they, the, they're not new stimulus going out the door and that fiscal drag is, is going to pull down demand. If you look at what's happening in China and the COVID shutdowns, the war in Ukraine, there could still be more supply shocks to come. So I hope that we've peaked, uh, but I think that the rate at which it comes down, um, it, it might not be as, as rapid as everyone wants. And that's what I'm talking about. Because for me right now, I'm looking at the supply factors more than I'm looking at the demand factors. 
I've been absolutely positively upset about uh, the amount of fiscal spending that's been going on right now. Still am. But one thing about a gridlocked Congress is they're probably not going to do very much more. They'll do some because they have to pass a they have to pass a debt limit increase, and it will come at some some price. There are Republicans now in control of the House that didn't have control before, haven't had control for a while, and there are pieces of spending they would like to do that they will use the debt the debt increase to license them to do. But I think I think on this Goolsby is absolutely correct. I am I am of the mind that the supply factors are are larger, and you've got to got to got to pay attention to what's going on in China right now because because it the increase in cases there is is as large just in terms of the real numbers now in terms of the impact on in, ter- in terms of uh, the population of illness and death maybe not as much but just in terms of infections they're at the level they were in 2020 right now they're just having they're just having a major problem right now and that could really cause some disruptions in supply and then Ukraine, the fighting that's going on. Where is this story? Hang on, i got to grab this one right now. EU hit snag on deal for Russian oil cap at the top of uh, this morning's Wall Street Journal. Talk stall as nations can't agree on a price ceiling, but diplomats, diplomats hope for accord soon. Diplomats are choosing the price of oil. Okay? That ought to make everybody a little nervous. Right? Let's play this last cut. Uh, this is this is Kevin Hassett, who had, who was on the council for President Trump. Cut number eight. What happened was that we got a demand shock with lots of stimulus, and that created an inflation spike. And since wages lag prices, then real incomes declined, uh, and that started to push us towards recession, which is why we had those couple of negative quarters. What usually happens when you get that spike is that inflation drops to the wage inflation level. So wage inflation is trying to go up to catch up with prices, and prices are sort of heading back down. But when they hit wage inflation, they stay there. And so right now, wage inflation is sort of five to six, and so that's where I expect uh inflation uh to settle in and if the inflation rate settles in at five percent and does get stuck right there how far will the rate go i'll give you a last couple thoughts about that but we really better take some take a time out for these messages first you are listening to the king banyan show on the biz 1440 up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to The Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Okay, Mr. and Mrs. Local Business Owner, do you get calls from multiple digital marketing firms trying to sell you the quick fix to your marketing challenges? Maybe you've bought the latest tactic that some hotshot sold you and you're wondering where your results are. The problem is you know you need to market your business, but trusting a partner, well, that's been a challenge. Our solution for many local business owners is through our digital marketing solutions, Salem Surround. Salem Surround is unique. 
because we're based on the same guiding principles that Salem Media is. We actually care about our clients and we're accountable to our results. The same care that we deliver our radio content to you is the same we do with all our digital marketing services. So reach out to us at SalemSurround.com today and we'll consult with you about your individual needs and create a customized plan to actually do what you need your investment to do. That's SalemSurround.com, a full-service digital marketing solution for your business. It looks like a map of tiny rivers on a tiny continent. I see an intricate spider web created by spiders who studied French Impressionism in college and wear berets. I see a geometric pattern reminiscent of alien crop circles. That long scar on Frankenstein's forehead, it looks like that. A San Francisco sidewalk after an earthquake. It looks like when I spilled wine on the new carpet. Good idea to bring that up. It's Humpty Dumpty after he had that... Thing. Poor guy, that must have really left a mark. Stare at it all you want. It's not going away. That crack in your windshield could cost you a ticket. It hinders visibility, it's unsafe for you and your family, and it's only going to get worse. Make one call to Advantage Auto Glass. What's the advantage? Free mobile service, on-time scheduling wherever and whenever you want, the highest quality parts and adhesives. They'll settle that claim and your insurance picks up the tab. So don't let a minor annoyance turn into a major problem. Call Advantage Auto Glass at 952-423-6396 or or go to ReplaceMyWindshield.com. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in our current culture? How does your faith in Christ relate to the world around you? At times, being a Christian can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and challenging landscape. That's why you should visit iBelieve.com, a site designed for Christian women. Whether you're looking for insight, conversation starters for your church group, or just an uplifting message, you'll find it at iBelieve.com. Visit iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. GodTube.com, inspiration, comedy, music, faith, and fun. Get the best of GodTube every morning and start your day with a smile. Great faith-based videos sent to your inbox daily when you subscribe at GodTube.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Welcome back, King Bang and Show, The Biz 1440, another song that played through the... Uh, I actually think I had my own uh, turntable by then. Remember when you used to have to get these big boxes? You had an amp and a preamp, a cassette deck. Actually, I had an 8-track tape deck for a while. And a reel-to-reel, okay? Because I was an audiophile, baby. But, I mean, I... Now... Now this phone on my right and the little and the little earbuds in my pocket are all I ever use for music. I didn't need five gigantic items anymore. Be thankful for that. That's that's actually pretty nice. Pretty nice. I kind of have to laugh from time to time about about all those all the things I used to do to make sure I could play the music I wanted the time I wanted. Um, does anybody make mixtapes anymore? Or do we just all use shuffle? I know we make playlists and that's fine, but but how many people have a playlist and then just shuffle it anyway? That was certainly not what you did back in the old days. Anyway, 651-289-4477, the number to call with your questions and comments. Um, So we were 
at the end at the end I was trying to get to this this idea that we are in we are in a, a moment where there are two major things going on. I want to read a little bit more. This is from the Morning Wall Street Journal this weekend. And again, you can miss a lot of stuff. I brought in all my papers because it, I just preferred I prefer that. I'm looking at the paper and 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 I thought this was interesting. The business section of the New York Times on Thursday. I'm just going to tell you what was on the on page B1 of the New York Times on your on your paper copy. Um, let's see. What's the tab? Thanksgiving costs are up, whether for groceries or travel, and consumers are finding ways to cut where they can without missing the party. Um, and so, and and the little bubbles on this were inflation, seven point seven percent, the cost of turkey, up eighteen percent. Um, frozen birds were about half the pri- uh, are about half the price of fresh ones, so people were choosing uh, to do that. Um, and then, in terms of travel, twenty six percent fewer Americans plan to travel, according to the to a Deloitte survey. The number who said they would fly was up. The number who drive was down. Okay. Well, we did the same thing we always do. We don't have to drive very far because we are the host for a dinner at a local restaurant. Uh, we used to go to one place that's now in the middle of doing this massive remodeling. It's the place where my son works. So we took um, we took uh, we took out a few people uh, instead to go to go some other places, but. The, but it's interesting because down below it on the page in the middle, kind of obscured by a story about the NFL and about uh, sugar imports, uh, is collapse of FTX puts focus on obscure crypto t- trader. Okay, and this, of course, is Caroline Ellison, 28 years old, chief executive at Alameda Research, which turned out to be the place to which all the money from uh, the FTX exchange was being dumped into, uh, including, at at the end, some customer funds. So that's what's going on there, right? People are talking about inflation. So where is it coming from? So I thought this was interesting this morning, and I'm going to read this along with you just a little bit. This This is on the front page of the Wall Street Journal today um, on on the 26th. EU hit snag on deal for Russian oil cap. European Union talks on approving a price cap on Russian oil hit a snag amid differences among the 27 member states. Although diplomats say they were hopeful for a deal, hopeful a deal could be struck in the coming days. EU governments have clashed over the price level at which to set the cap and some of the other details put uh, put forth by the group of seven advanced democracies. The price cap is the West attempt to squeeze Russian, Russia's oil revenues as punishment for its invasion of Ukraine while keeping global oil supplies steady and avoiding an increase in global energy prices. All right. Little little economics lesson. Um, this is this is what we like to do here on the King Bingen show. Here's your little economics lesson. You can choose if you decide to control the price, you have no con- uh, of something you can't control the quantity. 
what does Europe care about more? The price of oil and the size of Russian profits or whether or not the rest of Europe looks like Ukraine in terms of not being able to keep places warm and lit in the winter. So far, they've got a significant advantage. That significant advantage is, at the moment, it looks like European temperatures, winter temperatures, are going to be milder than average. Now, I say that I'm an economic forecaster, and and I look at weather forecasters and go, hmm, how good are you at doing that? And I have a very good friend here in town who is the weather guy in St. Cloud, retired now from the university. And his response would be, "Uh, this is just a matter of doing climate analysis. You're looking at, at, at wind patterns and you're looking at sea patterns, current patterns and, and so forth. Said, But it's really all kind of a guessing game. They don't really know. Europe, the EU, is going to have to come to some agreement about what this price is. And the places that are more reliant on Russian gas Germany, um, are going to have to decide... How much do they want to scrimp? Because if you set the price, you have no control over the quantity. Russia then gets to decide how much they want to sell to you versus other places. And that is, you know, because that G7 cap, which the the EU has to agree to unanimously, any one country says no, everybody, everybody then there's no agreement and everyone can buy oil from from Russia at whatever price that they they want that's the supply that's one of those supply shocks that's happening so combine that with what's happening in China right now where where you've got significant spikes in in covid happening in many parts of the country and you have to wonder what happens to the inflation rate in the next few months. Now, when I teach economics, I tell students, you have a choice as a monetary authority of whether or not to accommodate or to fight a supply shock to inflation. If the Fed were to pivot away and say, well, we've decided the 2% target Well, in this particular world where we're having all this trouble with Russian gas and we're having this issue with getting goods from China because of COVID, we're going to temporarily make the the inflation target 3%. That's really possible. It is interesting that nobody but nobody is saying that. You will not hear anybody say that who's affiliated with the Federal Reserve until they do. But they will... But I can tell you that's the discussion. When they talk about what that terminal rate is, be it 5% or Bullard's speech um, in Louisville that said it could go, you know, maybe that terminal rate should be as high as 7, depending on certain model parameters. What they're really saying is, is how much are they willing to accommodate an inflation rate that stays in the threes well past 23 into 24 and 25 
if you want to make a case for that, these supply shocks, which I think are real, would be the case for it. The problem is the more it gets embedded in the wage inflation, again, Kevin Hassett saying, you know, when price inflation is above wage inflation, it tends to converge on wage inflation, but it doesn't overshoot and go down and pull wages down. The only thing that makes that happen is typically a recession. So if you think wage inflation is going to go at 5% and you want to get to 2%, you pretty much have no choice but to create a, to create a recession. And I do think that, in fact, is what's going to happen with the Fed. I'll be, we'll be back after this. We're going to talk about FTX a little bit more. I'm going to give you my views on the talk we had last week with, with Chase. Um, and, then, and then we'll spend a little time about things we're thankful for. Coming up right after this, King Banyan Show, The Biz, 1440. stock market have you nervous with massive fluctuations with the impact of inflation it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next but with vantage point you won't have to guess text money to 813-813 to find out how you can forecast market trend changes with up to 87.4 percent proven accuracy that's right 87.4 percent text money to 813-813 and find the consistency and confidence you've been looking for in your trading vantage points patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds no more guessing when to get in or out of a trade Text the word money to 813-813. We'll send you a link to our free live training. Protect your hard-earned capital with Vantage Point. Text money to 813-813. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. By texting in, you agree to the terms available at vantagepointsoftware.com slash disclaimer and consent to receive calls and text using automated technology or pre-recorded voice about offers or info by or on behalf of Vantage Point. Your consent is not a condition to purchase and can be revoked at any time. Message and data rates may apply. Text money to 813-813. Wally Langfellow and Eric Nelson from Minnesota Score Radio's 10,000 Takes, talking about Minnesota's 10,000 losing teams. Wild Wolves, Gophers, Twins, Vikings, you name it, we'll cover it. Will any team step up and give Minnesota's long-suffering fans something to cheer about? If they do, we'll tell you about it on 10,000 Takes. 10,000 Takes, weeknights at 5, here on the Fizz 1440. Twin Cities Business Radio. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. 
C.S. Lewis once said, education without values seems to make man a more clever devil. A Christian education is the solution to this problem and can be yours for half price for your child's first year. TwinCitiesTuitions.com and area schools are working together to make this a reality for families just like yours. Now you can equip your child with the knowledge and moral foundation needed for them to make an impact in today's world. To see the full list of participating half-off tuition institutions, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Welcome back, King Bang Show, The Biz 1440. Uh, 651-289-4477, the number to call with questions and comments. I've got half an eye on uh, World Cup, not because I pay that much attention to it, but um, I'm keeping track of uh, both uh, the U.S. team. It's kind of weird, right? We're supposed to be excited about the fact that uh, the U.S. had a 0-0 draw. What's that? But um, I guess I anyway that that apparently was good for the United States. What do I know? But I'm also keeping an eye on uh, on two teams that I that that two uh, World Cup teams that I kind of track, and I was upset that they got into the same in into the same uh, 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 group. Uh, France and Denmark are currently playing uh, in a zero zero tie, thirty third minute I think right now. Anyway, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. Let me tell you a little bit about my thoughts about about crypto, and I have not talked too much about this because, again, I don't know much. If you want, if you want to talk to me about it as an asset, and what well, should you invest it or not invest it, I'll go back to what I said a little while ago. I am not an investment advisor. I never wanted to be an investment advisor, so I'm not going to tell you whether you should invest it or not. I I have Chase on because I know, in fact, there are lots of people that are interested, you know, or, or as I have to say, crypto curious uh, about, uh, you know, ab- about the asset class. And I'm like, well, we should talk about it. I am also interested in it because the thought being that it people think that it's a very different thing and not susceptible to the same kinds of runs and so forth that everything else that everything that everything else fiat currency is and i say i say in response to that yeah but this is a pretty classic this is a pretty classic example of a bank run what what really happened in what I see happening, and we've not talked about this too much yet, is this uh, this fellow whose full name is Shangpeng uh, Zhao, uh, but he he goes by initials. Apparently, that's the thing in crypto world; everyone goes by initials. Um, so he goes as CZ. He is the op- He is the owner of a of a crypto exchange called Binance, which is way bigger than FTX was. And little by little, I think people are beginning to see that this person is getting in control of all of these exchanges. One of the reasons I wanted Chase on was to talk about the fact that that you have the ability to not to hold your crypto, but not as an exchange. Just as you have the ability to have cash and not put your money in a bank, right? Uh, I keep in my office, and it was interesting, my grandmother, my Armenian grandmother, um, 
during World War II, was raising six kids by herself. She was a widow. My grandfather died when my dad was four um, during the Depression. And he and my grandmother was raising these kids, and she worked three different jobs. My The oldest daughter was the de facto stay-at-home mom while my grandmother was out doing all this work. My grandmother's way of saving was to buy U.S. Treasury bonds, savings bonds, war bonds, and stick them under the mattress. I have one of the bonds still in my office, framed, along with the envelope that it would have come in, in 1943. Why do I have those? And someone said, well, someone could, could steal it. It's like, it's don't think it's worth anything anymore. I don't think you can cash it. And if you could, it's a $25 bond, which would have been awesome back then. But of course, she spent $25, which back then would have been at least two to three days of wages for her. And she put these bonds in the names of her six children. The bonds only became known to the family after she dies. At the age of 95, in 1994 they they and where were they literally under the mattress and above the box spring as they're taking down her bed they find her stash of cash that was how she chose to save now i only mention this story because this is what I think of the crypto story, generally speaking. People in all countries, at all times, have tried to figure out, how do I take that which I earn and save it so that I can spend it at another time? I need a technology that transfers wealth from the moment it's earned to the moment it's spent. And... and we have looked for those and and that can be precious metals it can be it can be um small tokens um that that maybe have some utility in some other way like 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 seashells um and it can be fiat currency or it can be a currency that's backed by gold as long as we're sure that the gold's in the safe it's okay and so forth and so on. I, I don't have time to do that longish story. But the part of the FTX story that in, in Alameda and Sam Bankman Freed and his parents, who play an outsized role in this thing, that, that I also would, uh, I'll just say, I am fascinated by the fact that both of his parents have expertise in securities law. Um, they're both academics. Uh, the father has testified before Congress on on financial issues and financial law. The mo- the mother apparently has some rather interesting, well, that's in the Minnesota sense of that word, uh, has some very interesting view philosophical views about wealth, um, and so forth. I know I it, I don't find that part altogether that's interesting. It's sad. It's a little curious watching what's happening to this Carolyn Ellison, uh, who was running Alameda Research. This 28-year-old is sort of 
I'm, it's it it feels yucky. Okay, it feels a little dirty for me to watch the collapse of these people. I I don't share the sense of Schadenfreude that that many people do over watching Sam Bankman-Fried and his associates, you know, fall to ground. Okay, I just I I, I can't get worked up about that. <clears throat> but here's the part that does work me up. I've been tweeting out stories about what happened in the Bahamas where. FTX was in fact operating. They took it offshore to avoid U.S. rules. There was actually two divisions. There was an FTX International and FTX U.S. FTX U.S. ran under U.S. rules, and you could have invested in that, but they gave you very low returns, and if you wanted to get the high returns, you went to FTX International. Hey, guess what? You might, you might want to think about, well, if they're offering you higher returns, there might be some risk from that. And they were running all kinds of schemes. They were buying a bank in rural Washington state in order to be able to create banking services in the United States for the, for the U.S. version of it. They were doing all these other things. What is interesting to me has been the reaction of the country of the Bahamas or the reactions of places in El Salvador who use this? And here's why. In the United States, there is practically no demand for a currency that you can't really, you know, as a as a currency. There's no demand for crypto because people are willing and able to buy and to accept as a means of payment a U.S. dollar. Guess what? It works pretty much everywhere else in the world. Usually when you can't use the U.S. dollar, it's because the cops are watching in some other country. If the cops aren't watching, bet your bottom dollar, so to speak. They want to, be, they want to do business in dollars. That's pretty normal. But if you're in a place like the Bahamas or you're a place like El Salvador, your local currency is yucky. And rather than perhaps giving away all of the benefits of a monetary system in terms of the revenue that a country can get from money creation, what's called in economic seniorage. Maybe instead you do a deal with somebody like a Sam Bankman-Fried who shows up in the Bahamas, splashes some money around, buys some, buys some property, and then goes to the... Has, basically a party with the prime minister of the Bahamas to say, hey, your banking regulations, if you leave them in this way or if you change them in this way, would allow me to do more business in your, in your state, in your, in your country. Hey, El Salvador, if you could change your laws to allow Bitcoin to be the cur- a, a currency that can be used to settle transactions, to settle taxes, tax debt, and so forth. We, crypto company ABC, would be able to help you out. And this is the, the lesson I think you have to learn from this is that, is that in many of these types of countries, in many of these types of countries, the choice is not between a sound fiat currency or gold. It's between a corrupt 
between a corrupted government and its its no good fiat currency and a crypto asset. And in that world, you go, yeah, the crypto asset might go bad. This guy looks like he doesn't know how to comb his hair. But my choice is that or Bahamian dollars, which go, go do a measure of the, the Bahamian dollar and figure out whether or not it's, it's a sound currency. Would you want to take, which would you rather take a chance on? Because I'll bet anything, I don't know all of Bahamian law, but I would bet just about anything. It is really hard to hold U.S. dollars in the Bahamas onshore. Instead, you'd probably have to hold them in, offshore instead. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. The Biz 1440, KYCR, Golden Valley. I feel so tense and worried all the time. Is this anxiety? Mental Health Minnesota is here to help seven days a week with resources, peer support, online screenings, connections to treatment and crisis services. It's anonymous, confidential, and free of charge. Whether you're living with a mental health condition, are concerned about someone you love, or could use some support, Mental Health Minnesota is here for you. MentalHealthMN.org. Sponsored by Mental Health Minnesota, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. Hi, this is Tim. And this is Matt from the Kingdom Builders Roofing. Hey, Matt, do you ever have anybody ask you if the Kingdom Builders is some kind of Bible study or nonprofit Christian group? You know, I have. This past winter, we ran quite a few ads that were geared completely toward encouraging God's people in their faith in Jesus. We are a roofing and gutters company, but we want our faith in Christ to be evident in the quality of the work we do, and even more so in how we care for our customers. For sure. To be clear, while our job is to provide you with a great finished product on the outside of your home, we want to live out what we believe by building a good relationship with the people we work for. So, to get an honest assessment and a free, no-obligation estimate on your roof or gutters, give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up on the web at thekingdombuilders.com. That's thekingdombuilders.com. And hey, remember, we're not salesmen, we're just great roofers. Congratulations! You've won $50 off an individual corporate headshot session with Jan and Noonan Photography just for listening to The Patriot right now. Jan is a seasoned pro sought after by executives and top companies in the Twin Cities for over 25 years. That's because she knows how to bring out your best side, your personality. To claim your $50 discount on an on-location headshot session, contact Jana, N-O-O-N-A-N, photography.com today and mention AM1280 The Patriot. Your children and grandchildren are inheriting a world that's more upside down than ever before. They'll need extraordinary skills to make a positive impact. A Christian education will give them the solid foundation they need to not only endure, but thrive. And that education is available for half off their first year through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. To see our full list of participating schools and to see if the half-off tuitions program is a good fit for your family, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Ibelieve.com helps women wrestle with the deeper issues of their faith. Drop by for blogs and daily devotionals for women, plus articles on relationships, health and beauty, parenting, and more. At Ibelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. 
iBelieve.com. Sightseeing in Ferris, at the Mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to The Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Yeah. Turn that up. Give thanks. Okay. I, we got to have the Spotify for that today. We'll be driving around town for that. Taking a little time this afternoon to ring the bell for the Salvation Army. I'm just going to say, it is hard to find people to ring the bells right now. Uh, and... Um, that kind and, and places to ring them, I might add. Um, our family has been uh, longtime supporters of the Army, and um, we hope as you go by the kettles that you would uh, do so too. Um, I wasn't asked to say that by the station. That's just King, okay, and, and, and his wife and Mrs. Banyan uh, asking you to uh, please uh, give as you can because it, it's the time to be thankful for what you have. I always tried in one segment on the Thanksgiving show to be thankful for markets. I had a lot of other things I wanted to talk about today, but I think this was, uh, I think this is an important point to make. I tweeted on Thanksgiving morning on Thursday a story by John Kemp, who's probably one of the best reporters on energy issues. He works for Reuters. Um, and he put out, he put out a story, uh, call up U.S. diesel shortage starts to ease. Um, and I just need to read you the first sentence. U.S. stocks of road diesel and heating oil show early signs of stabilizing and ever and even increasing slightly. Ex- exceptionally high prices encourage production, discourage exports, and possibly suppress consumption. Prices? Is there nothing they can't do? Yeah, there. You can. You can indeed. Change behavior by prices. This is why this story about the EU in the morning, I look at this and say, if you want to make sure you're warm this winter, you want to figure out how to get oil and deciding that there's no alternative but to buy from Russia and we're just going to figure out how to tax away their extra profits is convoluted and I think it's unlikely to work. I think think instead you're going to see a lot, and they have though built up massive amounts of extra fuel. Their stocks are as high as they've been in a very long time. Why? Because markets respond to incentives. Markets respond to incentives. Again, I will. I'll tell you. Go to TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Be sure you're a member of the VIP club so you can get to our archive. Go back, I want to say three weeks ago, we had Marion on, uh, Marion Tupi, um, uh, and, and from Cato. And I'm just going to say, it was an amazing, it was an amazing 30 minutes. It was way too short. I really, I really had wanted him to stay longer. Um, and the reason we, and, and the reason I'm telling you to do that is to think about how abundant the world is. 
If you live in Minnesota, I always say, give thanks for the hockey stick. And most people, when they, when I say that, think I'm talking about the hockey stick of climate change, of temperatures. And I say, no. That's the wrong hockey stick to focus on. The right hockey stick is the hockey stick that looks at living standards. Okay? Um... Call it whatever you like, the, the, the Renaissance, uh, the Industrial Age. Um, I encourage you to read the, uh, the Bourgeois Trilogy of, uh, of Deidre McCloskey. Uh, what she writes in terms of, uh, of the Age of Betterment is, is wonderful. Now, Deidre takes almost 2,000 pages in three volumes to get you through that. But <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you, in my mind, it's worth it. Uh, but there are plenty of other things I would encourage you to, you know, you could, you could do a lot worse than just taking Tupi's new book, uh, either of his books. Um, the first one actually is more of a picture book and find it. But that hockey stick says, Hey, look, people were living in grinding poverty from the, from the first, from the first human beings to about 200 years ago. And then all of a sudden markets explode. And you have first in in Europe, then then in the and in the Americas, and now in in billions of people in China and in India doing better because of markets. Markets are solving the problem of heating right now. Yeah, markets sometimes fail, but trust them every anyway, and give thanks for that. Because there's what they are what's going to keep you not only in heat but in food and and in the ability to see, be with your loved ones over the holidays. Thank you so much for listening. Happy Thanksgiving from the King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Okay, Mr. and Mrs. Local Business Owner, do you get calls from multiple digital marketing firms trying to sell you the quick fix to your marketing challenges? Maybe you've bought the latest tactic that some hotshot sold you and you're wondering where your results are. The problem is you know you need to market your business, but trusting a partner, well, that's been a challenge. Our solution for many local business owners is through our digital marketing solutions, Salem Surround. Salem Surround is unique because we're based on the same guiding principles that Salem Media is. We actually care about our clients and we're accountable to our results. The same care that we deliver our radio content to you is the same we do with all our digital marketing services. So reach out to us at SalemSurround.com today and we'll consult with you about your individual needs and create a customized plan to actually do what you need your investment to do. That's SalemSurround.com, a full-service digital marketing solution for your business. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. 
Arby's Computer Service knows that internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted on the job each year, leading to injuries and death. This is the reality they deal with when making contact with the public. Another reality is that if someone doesn't comply with a lawful order or uses force against them, police may have to use sufficient force in response to obtain compliance. Use of force is always ugly. Nobody likes it, especially police, and nobody knows how it will turn out. Spread the word. For de-escalation to work, both parties must de-escalate. And de-escalation isn't necessary if there is no escalation. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer. Whether it's getting asked a question, getting a citation, or getting arrested. Don't argue. Don't resist. Don't flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now. Complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how to help law enforcement accomplish its goals, visit the Biz 14.